Welcome to Alex Yegorov's Keto and Intermediate Fasting Lifestyle Podcast, where Alex shares his experience of many years practicing healthy lifestyle with lots of content about nutrition, weight loss, intermediate fasting, keto, and how to do all of that the right way so you can get results and actually keep them lifelong in a healthy and consistent basis. Let's begin. Now, at some stages of our lives, we're all trying to eat healthier, right? We're trying to eat plants, we're trying to eat seeds, we're trying to eat different nuts or whatever the case might be. We're trying to add some vegetables and some, some healthy stuff, right? But uh, believe it or not, most of the uh, plant-based food, this actually has some hidden danger in. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to overcome those dangerous components, what those dangerous components are, and how we can make them as less dangerous as possible so we can get only benefits of uh, eating plant-based food and without uh, with avoiding uh, the negative downsides or at least diminishing them. So first of all, I want to talk about anti-nutrients. And uh, there is many families, there is many things in anti-nutrients that we're going to be talking about today. But the point is, uh, I want you to understand that um, plants has their protective mechanisms against insects and whatnot. So as you notice uh, in our wild world, we have different animals and most of them can protect themselves. They have tiger has claws, has uh, different uh, teeth and whatnot, right? So it can protect itself. Well, plants don't really have those mechanisms. So they uh, evaluated uh, and while uh, evolution happened, they uh, actually cure different protective mechanism. and. Uh, when it comes to plant-based food, they have things like toxins, they have things that create inflammation in our body, things that gonna chelate nutrients and whatnot. So it's been done most, mostly for insects, but since we are human also consuming lots and lots of plant-based food, regardless of the diet you follow, then we need to know how we can eliminate those, uh, those negative effects of consuming plant food. Now we have different poisons, different toxins, right, creating different things in our body. And those plants has the most uh, common one is oxalates, uh, oxalic acid. We have phytates, phytic acids, and the next probably lectins that I'm going to touch on today. So there's three of them, the biggest one that we're going to talk today. But just to let you know, uh, plants has, plant-based foods has lots more of those anti-nutrients and uh, we're just going to touch on the most popular one, the most dangerous one. So when it comes to the things like spinach and different seeds, grains, we have oxalates uh, in different amounts uh, occurring in different vegetables and whatnot. So what's oxalates is uh, oxalate acid, uh, the another word you can say, uh, it's a, a compound which actually chelate our nutrients inside of the body. So let's say you eat fresh spinach and you want to get uh, magnesium from it because it's rich in magnesium, you want to get some zinc, zinc, iron and whatnot, uh, even calcium. So what oxalates does, it's chelate, it's combines with those minerals and flushing them from your body. So uh, in my own experience, I've, uh, I've been eating so many green smoothies where main ingredient was actually spinach, fresh green spinach. And I thought I'm getting ton and ton of good benefits. I'm, uh, I, I was mainly doing that for uh, clearing my liver, but also for getting minerals like magnesium, right? So little did I know back then that's 
actual raw spinach will actually chelate all of the nutrients that I want to consume from not only this green smoothie but also everything that I eat in this given moment. So what you want to do with foods like that, you want to cook them, you want to heat them, you want to steam them. Uh, to neglect uh, oxalates coming from the vegetables and whatnot, it's better to yeah basically heat them, steam them, cook them, boil them, uh, fry things like that. And it will not kill all of the oxalates, but at least it will diminish them. Now let's dive to the next one. Next one is interesting. It's phytic acid. Mostly it's in almonds. It's in the, the biggest amount. It's uh, uh, almonds. It's uh, flax seeds. It's things like seeds, nuts. It's definitely cashews. A lot of the cashews uh, and this is kind of the cover, uh, the protective cover of the seed most of the time, which is actually really, really, well, toxic. And so what it does is also combines with the zinc, with the different calcium and different minerals and going to combine, uh, chelate them and flush them from your body. So you're not going to get benefits neither from the food that you consume, I mean, from the let's say the cashew on itself, but also it will affect the entire meal that you got. So if you ate prior this, this meal, you ate other things, healthy things, it's gonna chelate those minerals as well. So that's the biggest downside. What we can do with that, we can avoid them, we can uh, soak, uh, sprout the seeds and nuts and things like that, that's, that will help. Also one of the good things to do is to fermentation. When you use something like kefir, yogurt, um, when you use something like the sauerkraut juice. Uh, I know it's pretty complicated to do all of those things, but the best uh, case scenario is when you combine all of the soaking, sprouting, fermentation processes, this is where you're gonna get the most results. This is where you're gonna diminish most of the oxalates, lectins, phytic acid and, and things like that because one plant-based food can have multiple variations of those. It's not only like spinach have only oxalates and things like that. No, they most of the time they have the combination of those that I mentioned and that would be the best way. But I understand it's not very practical so at least you cook it or soak it or sprout it or things like that. Now let's move to the next one. The next one that we're going to talk today, uh, the next anti-nutrient is is lectins. Now lectins is toxins. It's create inflammation in our body. It's uh, starting leaking our from our intestines, uh, intestines is starting leaking the uh, polysaccharides into the blood. And when polysaccharides come in uh, from the in uh, intestines to the blood, this is where it creates inflammation. Which this is where our immune system start replying on that, responding on that, and starting attacking everything inside the body, right? Because the those polysaccharides belong into intestines, and things that belongs there doesn't belong in the blood stream. So the be the most common uh, foods that have lectins, it's. Uh, it's uh, nightshades, it's vegetables like uh, eggplants, it's vegetables like pepper, bell pepper, uh, it's things like paprika, chili pepper, chili powder, uh, and uh, also tomatoes. So I just mentioned all of my most favorite vegetables right here, right? Uh, but what I want to say is, again, with them, it's better to consume them when they cooked already. So if you cook in, uh, put some tomato and bell pepper, things like that. Uh, after cooking, the cooking process will diminish uh, the amount of those lectins and things like that in the specific food. Uh, most of the time it's not going to kill everyone, 
all of them, but at least you're gonna, as I said, uh, massively diminish them. Different vegetables will lose different amounts of those uh, anti-nutrients. As you see, eating healthy, it sometimes might be complicated. You think you're just gonna eat a bunch of vegetables, you, you can eat any type of vegetables, and you can just do whatever you want, and everything is healthy. Believe it or not, after doing my eight years of weight loss journey, of learning about nutrition and whatnot, Mm, different diets. Uh, I've learned that nutrition can be can be tricky and can be. It has a lot of the things that we might not know. But the more you learn, the more you practice, the more you test on your own body, the better results you're gonna get. The more healthy you're gonna get. The more energized. The more weight you're gonna lose and keep it off long term and things like that. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Now, for those of you who want to work with me directly on your healthy weight loss journey, who need more personal touch, who need, or who want to me holding your hand in helping you with fasting, with keto, nutrition, exercises, whatever the case might be, and the most importantly, with accountability and the mindset help. If you want to not only lose weight, but actually keep it off for life, then I have a special one-on-one -on -one body mastery coaching program where I personally help my clients to reach their body of their dreams while getting energized, getting healthier, and happier in a healthy and sustainable way, which is the most important. Now, I make custom-tailored meal plans, fasting and exercise regimen if necessary. We have daily accountability check-ins, weekly video Zoom calls with me personally, and lots more. Now, full disclosure, spots are literally limited. I physically cannot work with everybody since I'm coaching personally one-on-one -on -one and it takes a lot of my time. And to be honest, I don't want to work with everybody. This is for people ready to get results and keep them lifelong and not just playing around. So to find out more about this one-on-one -on -one body mastery coaching program and to book a free strategy call with me personally, go to my website at biohackbody.com. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love you to leave an honest review on iTunes. It does help a little bit to spread my word out so this podcast can reach more people so we can help as many people as we possibly can change their health and their lives for better. And don't forget to subscribe to Alex Yegorov's Keto and Intermediate Fasting Lifestyle Podcast for future episodes. I see you there.